Hey, 1 Corinthians chapter 4 today. We're going to start in verse 1. If you have your Bibles, turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Just a couple of verses today. Paul's on this theme, and he's not about to give it up. He says, Let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it's required in stewards that one be found faithful. Uh, I have to tell you, there's so many verses in Scripture that really have been used by God to guide me in my service of God. This is for sure one of them that that has been foundational for me. And it's really simple. And maybe it's the simplicity of it that has caused it to be an anchor verse in my life. Paul has used a lot of illustrations, uh, probably because he's not been able to really talk to this church in a, a deeply doctrinal way. Um, he's had to use, not that illustrations are bad or parables are bad because they're absolutely not, but remember their growth was stunted and um, and so, you know, Paul employs another um, illustration again, and he uses the illustration of a, a servant in the house of the master. And that's, you know, he's, he's been talking about really those who are leaders in the church are nothing more than servants, you know, just being faithful to the calling of God on their lives. It's God who brings the increase. It's God who affects the change. It's God who transforms the heart. It's God who grows a believer. Um, it's God who gives the spiritual gifts, right? So we never are carnal enough just to get our attention stuck on or focused on a human agent or a human tool. We're thankful for how God uses people, but we're more spiritual than that, right? We understand that ultimately God is the one who's behind it all doing it. And Paul says, man, think about, think about a house where you have some people that are servants, and when you walk into that home, it's not the, it's not the servants that get the attention. It's not the servants that are heard. Um, and think about the cultural context 2,000 years ago. It's not as if, you know, you're, you're, you're hanging out with, with the servants. Their responsibility is just to do what the master has told them to do. They, in fact, listen, they, they don't want to be seen. Um, they're not looking to be set on a pedestal. They're not hoping that somehow they'll be the celebrity of the evening uh, what do they just want to do? They want to be faithful. They know what the master's laid out. They know what their responsibility is. And the satisfaction that they have is just being faithful to how the master has directed them. And that's why Paul says, listen, there's one thing that's required of a servant, and that's faithfulness. Faithfulness to the master. He doesn't say popularity, right? He does not say popularity. Our purpose is not to get in between people and God. And you know, sometimes, sometimes we, we, we have needs, right? We're needy people. And if we're not careful, especially for those of us in ministry, we can find ourselves in a place where it's like we get personal needs met by directing people's attention to ourselves. That might be, you know, in the sense of, hey, um, I wanna be popular, I wanna be celebrated, um, I want people's attention and applause to be directed to me. It might be something, you know, as less seen as, you know, hey, uh, people are in need and I'm gonna leverage the need of these people to, to make them dependent upon me because the more people that are dependent upon me, the better I feel about myself. I know that might sound really convoluted, but there are people that are in ministry serving God 
Uh, and they're doing it because they're having a need that's met. As, as there's a dependency that's created between themselves and needy people, they feel valuable. The problem with that is our purpose is not to get between people and God, it's to direct people to God. There's only one mediator, right? I mean, people should not be, should not be directed to us and then no further. Someone calls for a counseling appointment, ultimately what we want to do is point people towards the Lord because He's the only one that can give the guidance and the direction. We don't want people, you know, the first response, the, the, the reflex of people when they're going through difficulty to call us. Man, I just had to call you because, I, you, you know, you're the only one who can help me. And in that spot, it's like, whoa, wait a minute, that feels good, right? That feels good. I, I, I feel value and meaning in that, but no, listen, wait, that's not the first reflex that we want people to have. We want them to, to lean on the Lord and to look to the Lord. And, you know, maybe there's a period of training wheels where we're directing them into that. But sometimes that's not the case. And we can find ourselves in this place where we, we feel so good because look at all the people that need me. And pretty soon we think, God, you, you can't do it without me. Like, I can't. I can't leave God because if I leave, look at the gap, the hole that's going to leave. What are these people going to do? Well, look, God can handle it. God didn't need you in the first place. You know, God was gracious to give you the opportunity and now you've blown it out of proportion and you've lost sight of the fact that it was always Him and it always will be Him. You know, the truth is, we learned this when we left our church plant in New England. You know, it was, a, it was just a good lesson. Hey God, you know what? You're in charge of my life. You can change my course any day. The truth is you don't need me and you know, you can replace me and things will probably get better for people around me if you do. And there's, look, there's, there's a lot of relief in that. You know, I wanna encourage us today in whatever opportunity God is giving you, direct people to Jesus Christ and not yourself. Make sure your needs are not being met by the neediness of other people. Make sure your needs are being met by the one who can, the only one who can really satisfy them, and that is Jesus Christ. And Lord, we come to you today and pray that you would satisfy and meet our needs in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.